Greetings, everybody. It's Mr. Real, member one of the Realist Party podcast. And today we're going to be talking about Eric Adams, New York City, Stop and Frisk, etc. Cue the intro. Alright y'all, let's get into this. So, as you heard in the intro, we're going to be talking about Eric Adams. And the reason why we're going to be talking about Eric Adams is because this dude talks about bringing back plainclothes police officers. And if you know anything about plainclothes police officers, they were a very controversial unit within New York City that was disbanded under Mayor de Blasio's tenure as New York City's mayor. And the reason why we're talking about Eric Adams is because besides his controversial statement about bringing back police, plainclothes police officers, he's also made another statement. And this one happened when he was running and how he supported stop and frisk or he does support stop and frisk when it is allegedly done right or the more professional world word legally. All right, so for our first piece of evidence, we'll go back to an article from Spectrum News. And within this article that was published in 2021, it states, Mariel candidate Eric Adams testified during the Bloomberg era against the NYPD's misuse of policing tactics that was ultimately ruled unconstitutional. It says he stated, I fought against abusive stop or frisk. It's on record. Adams has said, but Adams also steadfastly maintains stop or frisk as an effective tool when employed legally. If you have a police department where you're saying you can't stop a question, that is not a responsible form of policing. And this was his statement in terms of what he thinks stop or frisk should be. The Brooklyn Borough president and retired NYPD captain dove into the nuances as he rolled out a mayoral endorsement from Norman Siegel, a former New York Civil Liberties Union leader. And guys, just for clarification, I'm paraphrasing a little bit because this article is a year old. And also, remember that name, New York Civil Liberties Union, because we're going to talk a little bit about some of their statistics. Continuing... When the police department attempted to fire me and take my pension because I spoke out against the fact that we did not deploy police officers during the terrorist threat, it was Norman Siegel who handled my case, Adams said. Adams said experience like those make him uniquely positioned to critique and reform the NYPD. We weren't even frisking. We were searching people. We were throwing people up against the wall. We were going through their pockets. We were telling them to empty their pockets, he said. That's illegal. Adams said, stop and frisk is typically used properly when cops are responding to a complaint. Okay, guys, so you heard a bit of that summarized version of the article with all of his words and talking points. He says how he isn't for illegal stop and frisk, but he's for the legal version. The only problem with that is it doesn't exist. And the illegal version of stop and frisk he gave is the actual definition, is the actual usage of that practice. 
So it's quite foolish to say that. So now we're going to go to the definition of stop and frisk. This little excerpt of what it is comes from www.finelaw.com, where it says, You're a young man minding your business on a street corner, when suddenly a police officer strides forward and asks you something. When you hesitate in responding, he aggressively pushes you against a fence and does a pat-down search of your outer clothing to check for weapons, discovering a vial of cocaine instead. Was the police officer acting within the law? It depends on whether the search could be characterized as stop or frisk. But what is stop or frisk and how is it legal? This type of search happens when police officers stop you for questioning and pat down your clothing to see if you're carrying a gun or knife, much like in the situation described above. Although the U.S. Supreme Court has upheld this practice, there are still boundaries that police cannot cross. All right, so you've heard it. So technically, there is a legal version of stop and frisk that has been bet by the U.S. Supreme Court. However, this so-called legal form has not existed in New York because of its profiling of black and Latino people, especially black people who make up the majority of stopper frisks that were innocent and this innocence that was shown because racially profiling black people is that during the bloomberg era you also had a judge in 2013 a federal one in manhattan that ruled searches amounted to a policy of indirect racial profile of black and latino people the ruling cover three concurrent cases, which was basically a case about the police targeting black Latino males as young as 13 for being in neighborhoods with high crime rates or for making fugitive movements, a loosely defined term that encapsulated virtually any type of behavior such as sitting on benches, looking over a shoulder, or going into a building with a broken front door. Dissenting officers described being pressured to make stops and meet numerical quotas. So to sum it all up, there is a legal form of stop or first that makes Adams and the Supreme Court right, but at the same time, we've seen how the illegal version is so precedent because of anti-black racism. And Adams knows this. He knows that the ability to try and have legal stop or frisk is most likely impossible because of all of the racism that the badges holds and the biggest problem of it all is even though there is a legal version it simply does not exist within new york city and furthermore even though a new york federal judge knocked down this version of stop and frisk it's still pre prevalent within the nypd and new york city to this day with the blue still racially profiling and targeting black people. And my point in saying this is that Adam is very naive and sounded very clownish to think he could try and implement a legal ver version of stop and frisk, knowing the amount of hatred the cops have towards black people, and that is highly unlikely. He should know this with his years being a police officer and at a time a police captain. He was there during the Bloomberg era. He was there 
during the previous eras, and he was there to see the authoritarianism within the police department to go attack and frisk black males, especially. So to try and puppeteer this notion that you can institute this legal version of stop or frisk that sounds good on paper and good to the Supreme Court just is not reality because of the blue. You don't believe me when I say that the New York Police Department can't handle this so-called legal version of stop or frisk. Let's go to some statistics on how stop or frisk has impact black neighborhoods and black people. So Norman Siegel, who helped defend Eric Adams during his police court case due to them trying to take his pension about speaking out. However, this lawyer must have had something dropped on his head to forget about his former allegiances to New York Civil Liberties Union, which has statistics that prove Eric Adams, the person who Norman Siegel defended to be the very thing Siegel's former allegiances tried to destroy, which was this idea that stop and frisk was a positive thing. Huh. Sounds like a sheep in wolves clothing. So that's enough context within that regard. So let's go into these statistics because they are quite damning. So 2003, the NYPD stopped, recorded 140,442 stop-or-frisks. 87% were innocent. 54%, 77,704 of them were black. And 2004 saw 89% of stop-or-frisks to be innocent. 55% were done on black people. 2005... 89% were innocent, 54% were black. 2006, 90% were innocent, 53% were black. 2007, 87% innocent, 54% black. 2008, 88% innocent, 53% black. 2009, 55% of stopper frisks were held by black people, 88% were innocent. 2010, 86 innocent, 54% black. 2011, 88% innocent, 53% black. 2012, 89% innocent, 55% black. 2013, 88% innocent, 56% black. 2014, NYPD stopper frisks showed up to 82% innocent, 53% on black people. 2015, 80% innocent, 54% black. 2016, 76 innocent, 52% black. 2017, 67% innocent, 57% black. 2018, 70% innocent, 57% black. 2019, 66% innocent, 59% black. So my point in reading all this out is New York City has a history of doing what Eric Adams would say is illegal stop or frisk and somehow thinks he could take an entire police department that is known for its racism towards black people and somehow flip it to the on the books version that the Supreme Court supports. Not to mention 
you saw some of those numbers I read during the Bloomberg era, during that fool's era. It showed some of the highest numbers of stop and frisk to the point where a federal judge, as stated earlier in the podcast, had to knock down the use of the practice because of how much it affected black communities because black people were the main target. They were the main dish on the white supremacist police department's meal. So I don't know what Eric Adams is thinking he is. Maybe he thinks he's more blue than black or he thinks if he tap dances enough for these folks, he will be seen as one of them or not. But clearly he's living in a twilight zone because he truly believes one of the most racist departments within the country, just based on the statistics of how they handle their policing towards black people, he can somehow reform it to get a legit on the books kind of stop or frisk. That's just not reality based on the numbers that he knows are there because he was a cop during some of those early Bloomberg eras where the cops were just going around like a bunch of bootleg Stasi and just fueling up on any black person they could get their grubby little hands on. And even after he retired, he is still a New Yorker and was able to still see what police were doing to people that looked just like him. So I don't know. Either he thinks becoming a cop turns his race blue or he's just too optimistic for any type of reality check. And the reality check is this. It's highly unlikely the police department will be able to adopt a legal form of stop and frisk because of how much they fetishize illegally stopping black people to stop and fondle them. So, that being said, forgetting who you are seems to be twisted when you get a little taste of being part of the racial establishment. So to conclude, Eric Adams seems delusional and his endorser, who was part of the New York Civil Liberties Union, seems to have hit his head on some rocks along the way. So I guess this is all I can do at this point, folks. And that's all, folks. Have a good day. I'm Mr. Real, and the Realist Party Podcast out. Oh, yeah, and P.S. Bootleg Stop and Frisk never ended. That's just some sort of lie or trying to sweep it under the rug. And Eric Adams... Retired in 2006, one of the worst years for innocent stopper frisks.